Hey besties, it's your host, Cheyenne Sandoval, and I'm here to help you embrace yourself while reaching new heights. Stay tuned for this episode of Actualize Potential. Welcome, welcome back to another episode of Actualize Potential. It's your bestie, your host, your lover, you know, the works. I hope everyone's doing great. I know I am. I am off of a huge vacation high and it's absolutely amazing. I have never been out of the country until last week and I am so ready just to just to get out there now. Like it was absolutely phenomenal being all the way over there and meeting all the cool people and everything it was just absolutely amazing so our flight was very smooth customs was really smooth to fill out the paperwork and then getting to jamaica um we had a expedited vip service that took us through customs which is super helpful i swear it saved us at least three hours because the lines were so freaking long over there but It was super smooth getting in there. It was so hot. Like, you could feel it as soon as you stepped off the plane. Like, it was humid, hot, no escaping the heat, okay? But it was absolutely beautiful there. And people were really nice, besides the ones that obviously wanted to scam you. But we got to the hotel and pretty much just waited until we could find a ride to take us somewhere to eat because our room wasn't ready. But other than that, I'll probably get into the rest of it during this episode, but it was definitely a week to remember. The Jamaicans really know how to party because for the 4th of July, which I guess would probably be my high. I don't know. All of last week was pretty much my high, but um, the 4th of July, they had like a crap ton of like really talented dancers and they danced for at least an hour with like a DJ mixing all the songs, and then they had so much food, like, for the 4th of July thing, they had a bunch of little food trucks from each one of the restaurants, so the resort had mm, at least eight restaurants, and each one was pretty much, like, a different cuisine from a different culture, and for the 4th of July, they all shut down because they wanted to encourage people to come all eat together on the lawn, so... They had a bunch of food trucks all set out for, like, Indian, Middle Eastern, Asian, Italian, American, and, like, so many different options for people to eat. So, that was crazy because I basically got a little taste of everything. And I was very spoiled. And then we met some people from Canada and they were absolutely wonderful. We got along so great. And obviously, Caleb, being the social butterfly he is, um... We started talking to them so often during the trip, and we got so close that now we have friends in Canada, and they said we can come stay with them whenever we want, so (laughs) that's pretty nice, but they were really great people. I'm really happy that we met them, but yeah, I guess my whole week last week was a high. I mean, we went snorkeling, which was a crazy experience. I was not expecting that. Um, It was kind of like a last-minute deal. It was on our last day. And I felt like I was just floating around in this, like, huge fish tank. But, obviously, it was the ocean. Like, that sounds very dumb. But it's, like, it was just weird. Like, it was trippy because I always 
you know, grew up watching Tanked and I always enjoyed like sea life and learning about that. I'm pretty sure all of us had a season in life where we were like, I'm going to be a marine biologist. Like, I feel like that was a very common shared experience amongst young people. But it was crazy to see them so close, you know, and like, obviously they wouldn't let you touch them, but it was, they were so close. And I saw Dory and I saw a bunch of starfish. I saw the little, the fish from Nemo where he's like half purple, half yellow. That was crazy. I almost touched an anemone that like, when you touch them, they like suck back, suck back into their little thing. I don't know what you call it. Okay. And I'm deathly afraid of sea urchins but I held one because our tour guide said that as long as I keep my hand flat and I don't like put any pressure on his spines then I'll be fine but it was really cute it was small but it was like you could feel it like walking on you in a way like it was weird and then I held another sea urchin which is harmless and then I held a starfish but it was it wasn't one of like the cute starfish that you think of it was kind of like a freaky alien looking starfish but he the tour guide like put it in my hand and he was like don't drop him or he'll be fish food by the time he hits the bottom because he had to go like fish him out from underneath a rock because like they hide obviously underneath things and I like immediately after he said that I like dropped him but I like I picked it back up but I was just it, I don't know you know it's like the don't focus on something or you're gonna hit it like when you're driving like don't look off to the side or like you'll subconsciously steer yeah that's exactly what happened to me i i dropped him but he was fine uh the tour guide took him back down to the bottom and put him back underneath his rock so hopefully he's still alive but that was crazy um and then we me and caleb had a couple's massage and that was absolutely wonderful like i wish i could have one again this week it was incredible Um, It was on the ocean, so we got to hear, like, the waves, and it was perfect timing, basically, because it started raining when we got in there, so we actually got the sound of the rain, and, you know, obviously, we couldn't be out on the beach or in the pool at that time, so it was, like, perfect timing, but we really enjoyed that. That was a beautiful experience, and then, what else did we do? Oh, we went on an ATV tour. It was, oh my gosh, I keep saying that it was, like, absolutely amazing, but... Well, okay, the drive there was not great. It was, like, an hour and a half at minimum, I think. But it was so worth it once we got there. um, They gave us, like, a rum energy drink shot because the drinking age is 18 there, and they just drink rum like it's water. But we had that as soon as we got there. I could barely finish it. It was so strong. And then um, went up there, met our tour guides, and they were absolutely, like, incredible, like, they were such great guys. Like, we even got one of theirs Facebook because they were so cool. So, hopefully, we can keep in touch. But, um, we did that and it was kind of like a tour. So, we rode the ATVs through the forest and then we stopped at a place and the tour guides kind of told us about, like, slavery and the whole history of the islands and everything, which was really, really cool. It was really beautiful to see it at the same time, and they kind of, like, pointed us in the right directions for things. And then we went to a river that everyone, like, hops in. And 
it was so clear. Like when you think of a river here in the United States, or at least in North Carolina, you think of like kind of like a dark, murky, can't see the bottom type river. But this river, it was like crystal clear. It was beautifully blue, like cerulean or however you'd say that. But the water was just so clear and clean. And we jumped in and it was absolutely like, oh, so refreshing. It was colder than I expected too, which makes sense because obviously it was coming from the top of a mountain. So, you know, go figure, Cheyenne. But still, it was so refreshing that we could just jump right in because it was pretty deep where we jumped off a bridge and got on, like swam underneath it and floated for a while. But that was great. I ate my weight in jerk chicken during the whole trip. I I don't know. Like, I had probably four, four whole chickens, like whole chickens the time I was there because I was eating so much of it, but I just couldn't get enough. I don't know. I could probably still go for some right now, but it was, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it without saying the same exact words I've already been saying, but definitely kind of like a once in a lifetime experience because that was my first like trip ever leaving the United States for stamp in my passport type of thing you know but it definitely won't be the last time that we go to Jamaica because I think Caleb made so many friends with the people there that we're definitely going to go back eventually and the resort was great everyone was super kind we talked to so many people that worked there and they were absolutely genuine and the food was amazing service was amazing um The only bad thing I can say about the thing was that Caleb and I slept on a couch bed and we did not have sheets the first night. Like we had one sheet and then Melanie and Justin, his parents gave us their like, what do you call it? Their comforter from their bed because we didn't have any other blankets and they, the room service eventually brought them and it was like midnight and I was like, I went to sleep like an hour and a half ago after I asked you multiple times for sheets, but other than that, the rest of the trip honestly made me forget about that, but there was a delicious, like, breakfast bar, breakfast buffet type thing, and the view was just beautiful, but getting into my low, okay, my low would definitely, definitely be after the snorkeling trip, okay, we were on a speedboat, and it brings us over to Margaritaville. Go figure, there's a Margaritaville in every island town, I guess. But we ate there, and then you had the option to go across the street and look at the shops. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, I want to go see. I want to go see what they've got, you know. I want to meet some local people. But as soon as we crossed the street and I walked into the first store, I got rushed by these Jamaican ladies, and they were like braid your hair, braid your hair, and, like, they sat me down so quick, and then I told them, I guess, like, I'll do, like, four braids, not thinking anything, I was just like, oh, they're gonna braid my hair, you know, obviously, I'll probably pay them, like, 20 bucks, you know, but halfway through my hair, Caleb's dad is like, so how much is this gonna be, and they said $75, and I was like, uh, because she was, like doing it so tight that it was giving me a headache and she had like stabbed my scalp in order to get the part and I was just absolutely miserable and I was like I feel like I'm getting screwed over right now and then paying for it 
but I was scared to be rude because obviously she had my hair and my freaking head in her hand. So I was like, well, I guess I'll just pay her. But I didn't even have enough cash for that. So we had to ask one of the guys in our party from our snorkeling trip to pay for it. And then Caleb paid him back. And I was like, that was ridiculous. Like, I feel like I was just screwed over just because, I don't know, I was just American. It was crazy. Absolutely crazy. It was so painful. And obviously, since it was like $75, I tried to keep it in as much as possible because I have this mindset that like, the more that I hold on to something, the more valuable it is type of thing. You know what I mean? Like I paid $75 for it. I want to get my use out of it. You know what I mean? But it was putting me in so much pain that like, one of the ladies from our group was like, girl, just take it out. Like, she was like, girl, we can get you braids like that back in the States for like 20 bucks. Okay. So she was really sweet and Caleb helped me take them out. But yeah, it was, it was terrifying and awful and I feel used, but it was a great learning experience for sure. But yeah, that would be my buff. That would, no, that's not my buffalo. That was my low. Dear Lord. But my buffalo let me think the craziest thing that happened hmm i don't know the first thing that really comes to mind is that justin iced me out man like caleb's dad there was a jewelry store on the resort which obviously wow tourists of course they have money they want to buy things but i just wanted to go in there because they had a sign for tanzanite and that is my absolute favorite gemstone so i was like i'm just gonna look you know no harm in looking it's free to look like all the jamaicans like to say over there they're like it's free to look no problem on you're in jamaica they they all talked like that it was so satisfying but we got on there got in there and i was drooling over this like tanzanite tennis bracelet and it's always been like kind of like a dream of mine to have a tennis bracelet which like I don't know why I think it's just like the girly part of me is just like I want a tennis bracelet but he found something for Melanie that he liked and then Melanie liked the tennis bracelets as well and she was like oh it's so pretty and out of the blue he's just asking the guy like so how much for all three He's like, two tennis bracelets and that, bra- that necklace. And the guy was kind of like, uh. And he gave him a number and he was like, okay. And he kind of bartered with him for a little bit. And then he got both of them. And I was like, what? Like, did he just buy me a like tennis bracelet, tennis bracelet? Like, those things be expensive. I wasn't thinking I was going to have one of those for a decade. And the guy said, it was, you know, obviously the ten- I have a pretty freaking small wrist. And the tennis bracelet was pretty big for me. But he was like however many links I take out, I'll make them into earrings or a necklace, you know, free of charge. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so great. And, um, I had like five extra links. So he made me a necklace pendant, just like a straight line down, but I absolutely loved it because the tennis bracelet I got was oval gem shapes and his mom got circular like round shapes so ours were coordinating but they weren't the same and I was really drawn to the oval subconsciously because my mom got me an oval tanzanite ring um when I was about 16 yeah somewhere in there I was I think I was about 16 but she got me earrings as well so now I have a whole set and I'm just like that's just crazy I was totally not expecting it that he just like 
bought all of them you know I was just kind of like you know it was nice to nice to look one day you know it was kind of like those one day type things but that was probably the craziest thing that happened on vacation besides the whole being scammed and like stabbed in the scalp and got my hair braided for four times the price it would have been here <laughs> but yeah that concludes my high low in buffalo for the last two weeks and for my song of the week for my song of the week i'm gonna do something a little bit more a little bit more deep something to pull at your heartstrings now this one is one of my personal favorites from when i was like 11 okay i would go to this bluegrass concert with my family every year and we didn't do it last year but every year usually we're pretty consistent on being there but it was it was by these two bluegrass singers called daily and vincent and one of my favorite songs that they sing is more than a name on a wall so you should definitely check that out by them i am a diehard and that whole era of my life you know i kind of drifted away from for a little bit but i heard them on the radio tonight on sirius xm and they started playing uh, the grand Ole opry live on the willie's roadhouse channel that i listened to and it just sparked everything and i haven't stopped you know listening to them since but that's probably one of my top maybe 10 songs of theirs they have a lot of good songs that i love but they're very patriotic and i think if you are patriotic as well you'll love that song but i hope you check it out besides that getting into the you know bread and butter mashed potatoes and gravy the main course let's just say of the episode i want to touch on five things that i learned from traveling internationally now number one is that i'm proud to be an american yep very very proud to be a part of the greatest country on earth now you may not share that same viewpoint but i grew up very patriotic i have a strong belief in americans and a huge respect for our american flag and traveling just reminded me of how blessed we are in america and how i should not take that for granted anytime because obviously all countries have their issues you know all leaders have their issues no one's perfect we're all human and you know if the country is led by humans blah 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 like obviously there's going to be issues there's going to be things that we don't agree with we're all different. We all come from different places. We all have different ways of thinking. So it's completely natural that obviously some things are not perfect. No country is perfect. But it just made me even more proud to be an American when I went across seas. Number two is that we really aren't that different. We're not because someone born on the uh, complete opposite side of the world. Now, I know Jamaica isn't on the opposite side of the world, but let's just talk for example's sake okay but we can be born on absolute different parts of the world and we can be so similar like down to our mannerisms down to our passions our interests you know like even like anime is huge in all different countries okay it's not just specific to asian countries Like, we can all have very similar interests. We can all have very similar motivations and desires and passions. And just because you're, like, born in a different country doesn't mean that we're any different. 
You know, it doesn't mean that any of us are smarter than the others. It doesn't mean that any of us are more creative or more talented physically or anything like that. We really aren't that different. It's not that deep, you know, because... And none of us are really special in a way like that. We're privileged to be born in America versus in Jamaica. It's so difficult just to live a normal life and not work like a dog your whole life. Unfortunately, that that's the reality. The guy that we were talking to on the resort, who was my absolute favorite, his name was Nicholas, and he would take two taxis to get to work every day, and it would take him a minimum of two hours to get to work. To get to work, not just getting back. And he had to pay both of those taxis, And heaven forbid he misses one of the taxis. And he would have to wait three hours for it to come pick him back up. Imagine that. Like, I have a car of my own that I take to and from work that's like 15 minutes away. But he has to take two taxis. Both ways. For two hours each time. And he works outside in the sun all day long, but he still has the same passions and drive that me and Caleb do. A drive to want more, to get somewhere in life. And he was so similar to us. Like, he had a lot of the same opinions and ideas and thoughts on things and just the same motivation to get somewhere. And that was really refreshing because you know you don't really know until you know it's one of those things that it doesn't really click in your mind you can be told all the time but once you actually get somewhere and like speak to someone completely different from you like geographically but they're so similar at the same time it's like we are really not that different we really aren't Like, people pitch us different ways of thinking, like, oh, Chinese people, they're so bad, blah, 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 or these other people over here, they're so, they're so different from us, like, they don't get it, but I promise you, no matter how different and alone you think that you are, you're really, you're really not alone. Somebody else in this world feels the exact same way you do, I promise you that, no matter what it's about. Okay. Number three is that the world is wide and beautiful. Now, I know we that's easy to like, oh yeah, the world is wide and beautiful. But because obviously on Instagram, you're shown all the beautiful parts of the world that you may or may not see in your life. And that can be heartbreaking for some, especially me. But, you know, it never really occurred to me that one day I could go somewhere. You know, I never thought I'd have a passport. I never, much less a reason to go. And it was really refreshing to see and show myself that that is a possibility for me. You know, it's not off limits. I am capable of going places if I wish to. And, you know, the world is big, yes. But, you know, I have the time. I can get the resources to see it and... You know, you don't have to go super far, but a change of scenery is also very refreshing. And everywhere is beautiful. Here in North Carolina, it's beautiful. In Jamaica, it's beautiful. In Canada, it's beautiful. You know, there's so many places 
that aren't appreciated yet. And I just hope that one day I'll be able to see it all. And then number four that I learned is to stand up for myself. And don't put up with things just because I don't want to be rude. Now this relates exactly right to my hair braiding story. And I was so scared of like standing up for myself because I didn't want to be rude. But sometimes you just really need to be rude. Especially as a woman. Um, you know, we're certain, we're faced with certain threats that men, I don't believe, are. And sometimes we just gotta not be afraid to be rude. Because just like pretty much almost every other woman, I feel like it's necessary to do everything you can to see the next day. No second locations. You know what I mean? Now, guys don't know what I'm talking about, but... As a woman, we're kind of embedded with certain, like, survival things. And one of those things that kind of goes against that is our ability to want to please everyone, to be very patient and generous, you know. But some people don't deserve that. Just be rude, stay safe, and... You know, most of the time you won't even see that person again in your life. So if it comes down to your safety, your well-being, then learn to be rude and stand up for yourself when it's important. And number five is that everything is all about perspective. Now, I was brought to Jamaica for some reason. I don't know. But I honestly have never felt more at peace in my life because, I don't know, I've, maybe I just needed a break and maybe... You know, I needed to see the things that I saw there, the the poverty, the people, the culture, the ways of thinking, the ways of life. I don't know. I don't know exactly why I was brought there right now, but I'm, I'm just so much more grateful for everything that I have here. And I am so blessed to have that I, what I have and, you know, it, it really helps, I think, when you see things visually and, like, the actual reality. And pictures pictures help, but when you see it physically in front of you, it, like, breaks your heart in real time and it, it sticks with you more. Like, with a picture on Instagram or Facebook or whatever news channel you watch, you know, you see heartbreaking things on the internet and you're like, dang, that's awful. And then you get out of the app or get out of the website and it's gone. You don't think about it anymore. But when it's right in front of you, it sticks with you. And I think that would be a good thing for a lot of Americans to experience in today's age. But that concludes my five lessons that I learned while traveling internationally. I hope you all have the best two weeks ever coming up on our what midway point through summer but i hope you guys kill it and enjoy every minute of it and watch out for motorcycles bye thank you so much for listening you can catch a new episode of actualized potential every other tuesday so make sure you hit that follow button so you don't miss anything and i want to hear from y'all so please if you love the show leave me a review and let me know what you think 
Make sure to follow me at Cheyenne.fsand on Instagram and the pod Instagram at actualizedpotential.podcast. And I'll talk to you guys very soon. Bye.